All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome, Christian Television Network, to the platform tonight. Love you all. Again, be blessed in Jesus' name. Stand in the Lord. Be strong and in the power of his might. Let me show you this real quick. Dr. Eli David, I'm really getting tired of talking about Hamas, but we got to do it. Whenever you see these pro-Palestinian marches, they're pro-Hamas marches, just so you know, they can say whatever they want. If you actually get into the crowd and start interviewing these people, they're pro-Hamas. They're not just pro-Palestinian. They're actually pro-Hamas. If you actually get in there and interview them as they sing from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is a genocidal song about getting rid of every Jew off the planet. So here's just somebody, you can just side-by-side this, Will, or Aaron, whenever you guys can. This is a Dr. Eli David video. I just want to show you this. This is 19, this is 2023 Berlin. Now, Aaron will remember, will remember from Thursday night show. We showed other videos like this. We showed them earlier in the week also from various cities. This is Berlin. I could show you ones just like this from London. I could show you this, another one from Minneapolis. I could show you them from other cities. This is what's going on. This is what's real. Now, how in the world are all of these Palestinians, now notice, if you get them real close to this, which we won't, and notice also, you, you can't see the end of it. There, there's no end to this thing. How in the world did this happen in Germany? Because they have unfettered, just like we do, just so everybody knows, we are no different. We're just larger than Germany. That's all, and Germany's huge, and Germany is the largest economy in the European Union. So understand that we are no different None. We, we will put together, we are putting together crowds in numerous cities that are this big. And you're like, what's so, what's so bad about it, Tom? It's people, um, you know, just operating in their freedom of speech rights. Well, you know, it's fine. And they have every right to. No problem. As long as you're here legally, which most of the people protesting in our protests are not here legally. But maybe they are in Germany. But a lot of them are not either because they have the same unfettered immigration policy as we do. We are no different. This is what our country looks like. I can show you one video after another just like it. One video after another. We are absolutely no different than this because we have the exact same immigration policy. People think we don't because we're not as close to these countries. We're not as close as they are as they illegally migrate from various, whether it's Africa, whether it's the Middle East or wherever else, Eastern European countries, primarily Muslims that are migrating into European countries, which, by the way, have absolutely no heritage connection to those countries, so they're very easily globally governed, which we talk about all the time here, which is the purpose behind the entire uh, globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist uh, agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by by tyranny, controlled by the globalist left. These people will be very easily globally governed because they have no heritage connection, to the country that they've illegally migrated into, i.e. here, Germany. There's no end to this. And how did, I mean, is this German policy to stand against Israel? No, German policy is actually stand with Israel, but their citizenry that they've let in by the millions doesn't. So what will eventually happen in these countries? And again, and do I know? No, I don't know. I do know that in London, and I'm assuming in Germany, I know in Sweden where they have record rape rates in Sweden right now, and who are who are the assailants? Um, who who are the suspects in those cases? Um, almost all, almost exclusively illegally uh, immigrated Muslim men. They have just rape rates through the roof because they have no respect for women whatsoever. So they see a woman who's not wearing Muslim garb. They're like, you know, she's inviting rape. You can pull this up. Follow Peter Sweden on Twitter. You can see the rape rates 
criminal rates inside of Sweden, as well as knife attacks, knife attacks inside of London. Well, yeah, they've outlawed guns, but they kill everybody with knives there. This is what everybody knows when it comes to gun rates. If you're going to outlaw guns, then you're going to have to outlaw fists. Fists. F-I-S-T. You're going to have to outlaw them because fists kill more people than guns do in the United States of America. And we just had a Seventh Circuit ruling that AR-15s are not covered in the Second Amendment. Just so everybody knows. If I hopefully, Maybe I'll get to it tonight. I don't know. So I just wanted you to know I could show these videos from all over the place. And everybody needs to be standing with Israel. And I know. And again, I go over this every podcast. I know there could be globalist things behind that Hamas attack. But it's still Hamas who is willing to be that instrument, willing to be that tool. It's like saying that because Anthony Fauci is a globalist tool boy, which he is, you don't, you don't prosecute Anthony Fauci? You don't take the correct action against Anthony Fauci simply because he was used by the WEF, used by Beijing, used by the globalist leftist cabal. No, you still prosecute. Hamas, yes, they may have been used by the globalists to start this war so they could feed the industrial war complex. I understand that. But you still have to take out Hamas. We need to be standing with Israel against Hamas. I am not in favor of $14 billion going to Israel. I'm not. We don't need, we don't have the money. We're $33 trillion, $33.3 trillion in debt. In the next quarter, we're going to spend, I believe, $1.7 trillion over budget. So we don't have the money. We already send billions to Israel. That's enough. They don't want us. They don't want our military. They don't want our bombs. Yes, they want our financial aid. I don't know if they've asked for this $14 billion. A lot of politicians just do it so they can score points with people, so they can say they're pro-Israel. And as Joe Biden is you know, how's that legislation working, by the way? It works like this. Republicans are saying, we will send $14 billion to Israel if you take $14 billion worth of funding out of the IRS, which we have to do. Joe Biden won't sign that bill. We will send $14 billion to Israel, this is the Republicans speaking, if, if, if it's a standalone bill. So no, it's not tied to Ukraine. Joe Biden won't sign that bill. Why is that? Because he actually hates Israel. He does. All of, he, he, is, he just sent $100 million to Hamas. Just sent for, But don't worry, it's, it's only for civilian care. It's only for humanitarian aid. Don't worry, you can trust Hamas that if you give them $100 million from the Biden administration, they'll only use it for food and water, for the people they never give food and water to, to the people that they're actually committing genocide against. And by the way, yes, they're committing genocide against the Israelis. That was, that was 1,400 people. They've committed genocide against their own people to the tune of hundreds of thousands over the years. So you have to stand. Just so you know, this is the condition of our own country because of illegal immigration. We shouldn't have a bunch of people here. Listen, if you are here legally and you want to protest, you want to be, you can even be pro-Hamas inside the United States of America as long as you don't initiate violence or instigate violence. You can be pro-Hamas. You can speak pro-Hamas. You can speak pro-Palestinian. You can do whatever you want. If you are a United States citizen or you hold United States citizen rights like green cards and things like that. If, you've, if you legally have migrated here, but as Donald Trump has said, Anybody who's going to be pro-Hamas inside the United States is here illegally needs to be deported immediately. But I just wanted to show you the status, and I can show you one video after another just like this. Let me just go to the next one. Raw's, alert, uh, Raw's Alerts video, breaking massive pro-Palestinian protest takes place where? Here it is, just, just side by side again, guys, whenever you can. Just wanted to show you where this is at. Now, can anybody guess where it is? Oh, it's on the screen. Washington, D.C. This is our nation's freaking capital. Pro-Hamas march. With a, you know probably makes up a large amount of people in this march? Are pro-trans people who will be slaughtered in the streets, of, of, in the streets of, of Gaza. 
I mean, it's actually hysterical. You see queers for Palestine marching with their giant signs. Not me saying queers, them saying queers. Queers for Palestine marching when they would be thrown off a five-story building. And these people have, are absolutely like, Tom, that makes no sense. Nothing makes any sense because we live in an inverted world. What makes sense no longer makes sense to these idiots. Everything that makes sense makes sense to us. Everything that's sensical is sensical to us. I mean, it's, but everything that's nonsensical is what they consider to be common sense now. This is in Washington, D.C., pro-Palestinian march, which means pro-Hamas march. Please, there is no delineation. It's like somebody who says, you know what, I'm pro-choice but anti-abortion. There is no such thing. You're pro-choice, you're pro-abortion, you're pro-allowing people to choose to slaughter their own kid. That is the way that it is. So if you're pro-Palestinian, you're pro-Hamas, all the money that goes to Palestine, 60% of the people there voted for Palestine. We showed videos of people rejoicing. These were not soldiers. These were these were. These were regular citizens in the street of, of, of Gaza celebrating, jumping for joy as Hamas attacked and killed 1,400 Israelis in a 12-hour period, killing 31 Americans also. All right, go to the next one for me. John Levine tweet. I just have to show you this, too, just so everybody knows where the Biden administration actually stands. $700 million through a U.N. charter to Palestine, paid for by you and I, which goes to Hamas. Everything that goes to Palestine, because Palestine is Hamas. Hamas is Palestine. There is no delineation between the two. None. None. Palestinians, Palestine has elected Hamas. Hamas is the Democratic Party of Palestine. They have elected Hamas into power. So anything you send to Palestine, it's like anything you send to the United States. If you send to the United States, where is it going to go? It's going to go to the party who's in charge, the party who's in power. Is that, that makes sense to everybody? Yeah. Right. I mean, if you send money right now, I'm sending $100 million in to the United States of America, and I always wonder why. Democrats who are in favor of high taxations don't, really just, don't just give more. So any money that you give is going to go to the party that's in power, which would be the Democratic Party right now. Sometimes it's split, whatever it may be, but it's going to the parties that are in power. There is no split. There's no parliamentary system inside of Palestine. There is no Democratic Party system inside of Palestine. There's no Republican. There's no Republican side of Palestine. There's nothing. So every bit of money that goes into Palestine goes into the hands of Hamas. There is no delineation between the two. It's just a word game. It's just word salad. It's the Potomac two-step. It's what they always do. So here's where, here's where the Biden administration actually stands. New from me, John Levine, Kamala Harris's daughter is publicly raising money for Gaza on her Instagram account. So every dime that goes into Gaza goes where? It goes to the government that's in charge. What's the government that's in charge? That would be Hamas. Experts say cash will find its way to Hamas. Oh, well, obviously, <laughs> if it goes to Gaza, it's when Joe Biden sent 700, remember this now, so re, UN charter over the last, somewhere over the last uh, two and a half years that he's been president, Joe Biden sponsored a UN charter of all your tax dollars, $700 million, going to uh, Palestine, which is Hamas. Remember, he also gave $6 billion to the Iranians, but don't worry again for its humanitarian aid. But all funding is fungible. You need to remember that. So it can be ebbed and flowed as, it see, as whoever sees fit. $6 billion to Iran. Iran is the primary planner and funder of Hamas. And then you had 400, what was it, Aaron? 400 to 600 million delivered onto the tarmac during the O'Biden administration. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the night, four to $600 million. Remember? I think it was 600. 600 yeah, I think it was yeah. 600 million. That was actually brought to them on a tarmac in the middle of the night. Just brought you know with you know with uh, with front end loaders just onto the tarmac and dropped. Why why would that be? Why would you ever give Iran six tr- six billion dollars? Why would you ever 
give them $600 million in the middle of the night. Why would you ever give $700 million to the, to the, to the Palestinians knowing that's going to go to Hamas? Why would you ever give $6 billion back to Iran? Why would you allow Iran on 9-11 to receive the $6 billion and to restart their nuclear weapons program? Because you're anti-Israel. You actually want Iran to have leverage over Israel. You actually want that. Just like that was, you always heard this during the old Biden administration. I'm saying that on purpose. The old Biden administration, Obama-Biden. They were always talking about restraining Israel. Joe Biden is now publicly saying he wants Israel to, to participate in a ceasefire. So that they're anti-Israel. Israel does not need to participate in any ceasefire. So it's just funny. It's, one, it's like somebody coming up and punching you in the face, say, fight's over. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you punched me in the face. Something's coming your way. Right. No, no, fight's not over. No truce, truce, truce. Like you did when you fought with your siblings. Remember that? Truce, truce, truce. No, no, no truce. Just punch me in the face. <laughs> so here's Kamala Harris's daughter's publicly raising money for Hamas. But don't, never forget, though, because it's like, and I'm getting this from Greg Price, giving all credit to Greg Price as part of his tweet. This is all his tweet, actually. Well, part, you know, whatever. It's all part of his tweet. So follow Greg Price on Twitter. Great source. But it was all, it's just like daughter, like, like mother, like daughter, like daughter, like mother. Go to the next one for me, Will. Because like, like daughter, like, I mean, like mother, she raised money for terrorist groups also. Because she raised it for the Minnesota Freedom Fund. If you're able, here's Kamala Harris's post. Uh, chip in now to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. What was happening on the ground in Minnesota? Um, <laughs> they were burning everything to the ground, and Kamala Harris was paying for rapists to be bailed out. That's what was happening. It was actually documented. I can't remember whether it was a child sex offender, whether it was a rapist, whether somebody committed manslaughter. It was a heinous felony that she actually helped to pay to get that person out. So her daughter raises money for a mosque terrorist organization. And Kamala Harris raises money for Black Lives Matter, which is a terrorist organization. That's what they are. They're a terrorist organization. And not only are they terrorists, but they're also just tremendously corrupt, where all their leadership has just made millions of dollars and buy themselves houses and various other goods. All right, finally off of Hamas. Let me go to 1-6 for a minute. Look at this now. This is a, this is a big fish video. This has come out. This is legit. This has been uh, uh, forensically checked. New, new, this big fish video. New documentary turns up. The heat on Ray Epps. New video on Ray Epps. Remember now, you have Enrique Terrio, who was a proud, you know, the, uh, the person in charge, I don't know what his title would be, the person in charge of the, uh, the Proud Boys, who's serving, is going to serve, or is now serving a 22-year sentence for the 1-6 Fed Surrection, insurrection, who wasn't even in D.C. You have other people who are serving one, three, five, six, ten-year sentences who didn't even enter the Capitol or ever hit a cop. None of it. And again, I have a very fair approach to this. A very, just a very level-headed approach. There are people who did stupid things there. Who did them, I don't know. I don't know. I know what the questions that Christopher Ray won't answer. He won't answer questions like, did you have opportunity? Or it's not just Christopher Ray. It's his minions that come in and testify before Congress also. They won't answer the questions. Did you have operatives, i.e., confidential informants? Did you have FBI agents? Did you have NGO representatives of the FBI in the crowd instigating violence? They refuse to answer that question because it's an ongoing investigation. What does that have to do with it being an ongoing investigation? Why would the FBI ever be in the crowd instigating felonious acts? 
Christopher Ray won't answer the question. Did you have FBI agents or informants, FBI operatives, inside of the Capitol prior to the breach wearing Trump gear and instigating violence? He won't answer the question. Why? Because it's an ongoing investigation. That's always their way out. That's their plausible deniability. If you're having an ongoing investigation, it's nothing to do with unnamed people. Did you have unnamed? Not ask, we're not asking for names. We're not asking how they relate to any investigation. Or in a case, did you have people in the crowd that's getting violence? Did you have people inside the Capitol dressed, dressed, dressed in Trump gear that are FBI agents or informants? Did you have it prior to the breach? That's got nothing to do with any specific case. Answer the question. They won't because it's an ongoing investigation. Because it's Fed's direction. We have on video the D.C. Metro cop undercover in the crowd, just like, just like, uh, I can't remember his first name, Fanone, the, the uh, DC Metro cop. Michael. Michael Fanone. Michael Fanone, who was just surprisingly showed up on that day, decided to don riot gear. He's, a, he's actually a narcotics cop who is related to a DC uh, leftist lawyer who is suing the Trump administration numerous times. Suddenly he just shows up and works the crowd that, and has, then has all sorts of, of, of bizarre accusations against the, the Trump administration. All sorts of uh, different insinuations against the Trump administration, none of which are true. Then, you know, the Trump administration instigated this, none of it's true. But it's just, lo and behold, he shows up on that day. He just, Fanon shows up on that day. Usually he's a narcotics cop for DC Metro Police. Shows up in Don's riot gear, he's fully bearded and everything else, donning riot gear. And he's the son, he lives, he, he grew up six miles from there. He's the son of a DC. Uh, elitist lawyer who routinely sues Republicans. A big name, big name guy, powerful lawyer. Just weird how that all pans out. So you have all these people, send, you know, uh, and, and again, a lot of the people like Fanon and others, Gunnell and others, Dunn and others, are purposely enhancing sentences against one-six defendants. And again, I'm no sycophant for one-six defendants. If you hit a cop, you need, you need, if you hit a cop, you need the appropriate a sentence for that crime, which would already be served right now, depending on the injuries of the cop. But these cops are going in, whether it's Gunnell, whether it's Dunn, whether it's Fanon, they're going in there and claiming injuries that never occurred so they can enhance the sentences of one-six defendants. And so, in other words, enhance the sentences in what's called victim impact, using victim impact statements. So a person's about to get 60 days, they get them 180 days because they got a boo-boo on their fingernail. And they're all liars. They're lies. Fanon is a liar. Dunn's a liar. Gunnell's a liar. The 1-6 committee are all liars. So back to Ray Epps here. So Ray Epps, he's got nothing. The only person on video saying we're going to go into the Capitol. Right. There's nobody else. It's Donald, it's, you correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Is Donald Trump anywhere on the video saying storm the Capitol? Nope. Did he ever say we're going to go into the Capitol? Nope. No, no, not one thing. Ray Epps is the only one. Now, Donald Trump is facing 91 felony charges. In four separate indictments. Ray Epps just got charged with a misdemeanor and will walk scot-free. There will be, of course, you know, the other, you know, one, if you're a one-six protester who's a right-winger, oh yeah, Ray Epps votes for Republican. He votes Republican, like Mitt Romney voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> like Lindsey Graham voted for Donald Trump, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, like Mitch McConnell voted for Donald Trump. No, none of those guys actually vote for Donald Trump. Give me a break. So he's, he's no right he's no right winger. We all know what he is. We know that he's a federal informant. We know he's a federal operative. We all know that. And I mean, it goes it really. Why, why is it that Ray Epps had three or four phone calls to Nancy Pelosi's office the day before one six on one five? Right. While he's there telling people to go into the crowd. Why is it strange? Because he's making those phone calls. 
while Nancy Pelosi is coordinating a documentary film series about herself that day with her daughter in the building and her son-in-law outside of the building filming everybody. Weird. That's weird after she turns down the cops that would have quelled any of these protests. So she gets everything she wants. She gets the film documentary. She gets to call Trump uh, a criminal. She gets to call you and I criminals. If we question an election, you question an election, you're just like the one sixers. What did the one sixers do exactly? Is you have people that are serving one, like I said, one, two, three-year sentences, five-year sentences, 20, 22-year sentences for never even entering the Capitol. But Ray Epps, who did breach the Capitol, he didn't go in the building, I don't think, but he did. He was the one that did the one of or the first breaches of the Capitol by taking down the fence. He's on video yeah. doing it. He's on video saying he's going to do it. He's on video instigating other people to do it. He's on video doing it, and he gets nothing. Why? And he's not even questioned. And when he is questioned, it's all in a secret hearing. I'm so sick of the secret stuff. I'm so sick of the redacted stuff. Everything needs to be brought out into the open. We'll be fine. We're adults. Just like we don't need them to tell us what information is, what disinformation is, what misinformation is, what truth is, what facts are. We don't need you, government. We don't need you. We'll do it on our own. Thank you very much. So here's Ray Epps saying, we're gonna. We're here to storm the Capitol. Play for me, Will. Maybe it's because you're my neighbor. Where you at? <laughs> then he leaned in and whispered something he apparently did not want to say out loud. We're not here to fight, man. We're here to. Here to storm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We're here to storm the Capitol. Hell yeah! All right, have a, have a good night. Be safe. Be safe, brother. That one moment changed what we knew about Ray Epps that night, when he whispered, "Storm the Capitol!" before it had happened and echoed the official narrative before it was broadcast across the nation. Of supporters of President Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol building. Thousands storming the Capitol. This mob that stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol. And stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol. Stormed the U.S. Capitol building. Stormed the United States Capitol. We ran it through forensic software that technical investigators use for analyzing audio and video to make sure we heard correctly and it had not been altered. We're here to storm the Capitol, hell yeah. All right, have a, have a good night, be safe. And searched through hours of footage, countless news stories, Epps's FBI case documents, and his deposition before the January 6th committee to see if it had been discussed. With the exception of one writer we found on Substack, it hadn't. So there it is. Now, I want to know. He said we're here. And, he's, and by the way, he backs it up to us. He says, we're here to storm the Capitol, and I'm not kidding. He back, who else said it? There's not one other person said it. He's charged with a low-grade misdemeanor and will receive no time. He's the only, and then he's seen on video storming the Capitol, not being a part of removing the fence and storming onto obviously restricted area. After they, remember the fence was knocked down too. They actually ran over a DC cop, ran over, smashed the guy or girl into the, into the stairs. And then they all ran into the, onto the Capitol grounds. That's, that's Ray Epps. And we're like, well, Ray Epps has been litigated. Ray Epps has never been litigated. It's just like when they say every lawsuit about the counting of ballots, the fraudulent election, all, every one of those cases were litigated and thrown out of court. Here's the problem. None of them were ever litigated. They were all dismissed for lack of standing. 
So when they say this Ray Epps situation has been litigated, it's already been handled, nothing's been handled. It's old news. Nothing is old. And when we take power, when we run the DOJ, Ray Epps needs to be brought to justice. Period. By the new standards, by the new rules, you are considered to be an insurrectionist if you say things like he just said, and he needs to get the appropriate sentence. Or everybody else gets pardoned. Whatever, whatever needs, whatever needs to be done, but he needs to be brought in and he needs to be dealt with according to the new rules. All right, let's go to this one. Just show you some uh, some border stuff here. And this 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 is a, this is a sad video. It's a Dane video or Squirrel Mama video. Got it from two sources. This 12-year-old girl, this is Germany, where I showed you the mass Palestinian march. Weird how this works, isn't it? Got a mass Palestinian pro-Hamas march of looked like hundreds of thousands of people. So here you have a 12-year-old German girl. She's dead now. She's been murdered. She was stabbed only 32 times and left in a ditch by a multiracial group of migrants. After being bullied, humiliated, and having her coat and warm clothes taken from her. Watch the video. Play for me. But don't worry, she's just dead now. She was stabbed 32 times. And when you look at that, those girls are all from Middle Eastern descent. That's a fact. I mean, you can call me a racist if you want. I'm not, it's got nothing to do with race. It has to do with the belief system. I don't care what color skin you have. I don't care what level of melanin you have in your content of melanin you have in your, your skin or your blood system. I don't care about any of it. I don't care what your religion is. I care, listen, I care as far as whether you're saved or not. Not as far as uh, saying that you are uh, more prone to this or more prone. I don't care about any of that. All I know is this, that she was attacked by people who are in the country that shouldn't be. It's Angela Merkel's fault, and it's the Prime Minister of Germany, Chancellor of Germany's fault right now for allowing all these people. She'd be alive right now. She was stabbed 32 times and murdered and left in a ditch. For what? Well, what? Because she was white. That's why. And we better start thinking about what's going on right now. 
because there's a lot of various different uh, reverse racism going on, whether, whether it be black. There are no white-on-black videos, white-on-black crime videos. There's a ton of black-on-white videos, of crime videos. If there are, send them to me. I will play them. There is no trans genocide going on. That's all lies. There's nobody attacking trans people. The only thing that's attacking trans people is their own mind. It's the only thing that's attacking trans people. The only attacks that are going on are going on in the gray matter between their own ears. There's a lot of just absolute lies about a lot. You have the Biden administration that is starting some sort of, uh, I don't know what the word would be. It's not really, it's not legislation, but are looking to start a fund or movement against uh, uh, Islamophobia. Where is the Islamophobia? Where is it? I mean, where where are the uh, where is all of this? Islamophobia means fear of Islam. Where is where are all the Islamic people being attacked? Where 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 are the Jews attacking uh, Islamic people? Where where are the white people attacking Muslims? Where where are the black people attacking Muslims? Where are the Hispanic people attacking Muslims? All I care about is what's true. You have you have nine about nine thousand African Americans African American men. Murdered every year. Who kills them? 98% of them are killed by other black men. That's the truth. No need to get into the white problem, the white, the whites killing blacks problem that doesn't exist. That you're telling me you're a racist by saying it's not a racist statement. That's what's true. That's what's true. None of the in that video right there, that girl was killed by Middle Eastern descent teenage girls that are illegally in I guarantee you are illegally there in Germany. That were just, but everyone's, you know, here's the thing now. Everybody needs to make a decision about whether you're going to be a coward or not. If you, if you say things like, you know what, uh, CO2 emissions are a problem, you know, something we need to deal with, you're a coward. You're a coward. You're either, if you say that, you're either a liar or a coward because they're not a problem. If you wore a mask, you're either a liar or a coward. If you took the COVID vaccine, you're either a liar or a coward. If you lock down your church and you haven't repented of it, you're either a liar or a coward. If you say, if you say, you know what, I think we do have a black on white, you know, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. You know, I agree that, you know, that we do have a domestic terrorism problem. Where? You're either a liar or a coward if you say that. You're either, you're either a liar or you're afraid of the ramifications of speaking the truth. If you say right now, we have a, we have a problem with crime in the black community, if you, if you say that right now, you're speaking the truth. There's ramifications. You'll be called a racist. If you say there is no transgenocide, or there's no reason to worry about carbon emissions, all that's true. If you say that when you abort a child, you're murdering a human being, that's what's true. That's the truth. There's no way around it. You you can't, you have to decide whether you are going to give in, whether you're going to say the things that are societally or politically acceptable, or you're going to say what's true. Are you going to say the things that are politically acceptable, that are what we call politically correct to say. You saw it all the time. You see it from the Republicans all the time. I agree. You know, we do need to be looking at our CO2 emissions. Why? Explain to me why. Give, give me the scientific reasons why we need to look at CO2 emissions. You know, I, you know, I do believe that we should allow a certain, you know, certain amount of people to migrate into the United States every year. Um, no, we don't. We, we should do it as we see fit. 
That's racist. How's it racist? Did I say not to let not let this group in or not let that group? I said don't let anybody in. You know, I'll make it politically correct. We shouldn't let any white people migrate in as well as any other color for the next three years. This since Joe Biden will have let in 10 million people the size of New York City, and it's one to five times that many, so it's a minimum of 20 million that he's allowed into this country his first three years in office. I think we should shut the valve off for a year. I mean, it includes all races. How's that? Nobody gets in. And so we already let in. By the way, that's just the, that's the illegals. He's let in 20 million. And again, that's according to CBP statistics. It, it, they've already acknowledged that letting, letting in 8 to 10 million. We know it's one to five times that many, so we can start at 20 million. CBP statistics always say it's one to five times the amount that the government's actually releasing, the numbers the government is releasing. So since Joe Biden's already let in, we let in 1 million, 1.2 million per year legally into the country, and that's chain migration. So it's actually four times that many because it's your uncle, your aunt, your daughter, your son, your wife, your wife's family. So one person really equals eight. So you're really letting in somewhere between one and eight million people legally per year on top of Biden's 10 million that he's let in in three years illegally, and that's 10 million, and it's really at least 20 million. So these things never need to happen. And we need to just, everyone needs to make a decision. You know, I, I think we can open safely. Remember during COVID, we can open safely. So you just abided in a lie. You just agree with a lie because you're saying there's something to open safely from. No, there's not. There's nothing to open safely from. Nothing. There's nothing that stipulates the need to be safe. Nothing. It's a 99.9% survival virus. We have showed the graphs. Coming from their own countries, just two two examples, Australia and uh, New Zealand, neither one of them had any excess deaths in 2020. So why did you need to open safely? The only excess deaths began in those countries post-vaccination. That's when the excess deaths began. The excess deaths didn't begin during COVID. They began post-vaccination. Be very thankful if you're not vaccinated. Here I go. I better be careful here. I'll not get to anything else. All right, Gunther the Eagleman video. I just want to show you who's getting into this country right now. Fighting age Syrian males. Play it for me, Will. Amigos, what country? No, 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 no. 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 What country? No, no. Why? What country? No, no, no. You from Syria? No. Syria. What country are you guys from? Now, I just wanted to show you this now. Because that's the United States of America. Syrian aged males. By the way, does everybody notice how fat they are? <laughs> You're like, Tom, you shouldn't say that. I don't care, folks. Listen, I've been fat. I spent plenty of time being fat. You buy, that bothers you. I don't know what to tell you. You know what? Here's the truth. If you're fat, you're fat. Yeah. Why be offended by it? Just either stay fat or lose. stop being fat. Whatever it is, stop being offended. Own it. So, yeah, own it. Aaron just said <laughs> own it. So, do I need to tell people when you say stuff or no. you can all hear you? Yeah, they all can right, hear All right, good. Yep. So, they're all fat. So why is it that they need to come to the United States of America if you're fat? Why? I mean, if, the only reason why you'd claim asylum is that you are being threatened by the country that you're coming from, the administration of the country that you're coming from. There's a threat to your life. How is there a threat to your life when you're fat? How, how is that possible? <laughs> why, do we, why are Syrian, military-aged Syrian males only? Watch the video. Where were the women? Where yeah. were the women and children? Migrating, bringing us our helpless, your whores, you're, you're hungry. Where are they? Obviously not hungry because everybody's fat. <laughs> so they're not hungry, so they don't qualify for the placard under the Statue of Liberty, right? They don't, they don't qualify as hungry. Why are they here? Why is the Biden administration allowing them in? 
so that they can have these mass marches like they just had in Germany. We already have the mass marches. We've got it. I can show you. Just as there's a bigger one that I showed you the DC video, showed you the Berlin video. It was bigger in Minneapolis. Yeah. So they can bring all these people in because, again, it's all there's all kinds of different layers to this. But everything that you're seeing, climate change, lawlessness, pandemics, vaccine passports, CBDC, social credit systems, gun grabbing, radical transgenderism, whatever it may be, uh, disinformation police, misinformation police, disinformation governance boards, it's all about leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by the leftist cabal, the globalist leftist bourgeois elitists. The, the, the confiscating of farmland is to limit your options because if you have very few options, those options are easily controlled. Via DEI, BlackRock owns Vanguard, Vanguard owns BlackRock, BlackRock owns everything. Very easy. If all you have to do, if the only company you can deal with is Vanguard and BlackRock, they're very, I mean, then that's your only option? That's your only option, let's say, for housing, food, medicine. I'm just making this up. I'm just using this as an example. You can throw Walmart. You can put Walmart in there. But if you have very few options, then all that somebody has to do is control those very few options. Right. That's it. And they can stipulate whether or not you can buy what they offer. Whether you can ascertain that which they offer. And if you don't qualify, then you don't get it. That's why they want you to have an electric vehicle. Because then they control your fueling source. Because then you have a multinational uh, national, uh, electric company that can be DEI'd into control, ESG'd into control. And if they don't, if, if that company doesn't abide by the leftist cabal... Then they go out of business, so they make you abide. They're controlled by the leftist cabal, and they don't. And then they're told you will make people. They're, they they can access your goods, but not unless they vote the right way, buy the right thing. Why is it right now that Mastercard is tracking all firearm sales and purchases? Why? That's why we can't go cashless. I don't have time to get too far into this. I'll spend the rest of the show on it. Let me go on to, let me go to, speaking of one of the leftist cabal tactics, the agenda is to leverage you into a one world commerce system using numerous tactics. One of those tactics is transgenderism because you will either agree. It's just like, they don't care whether you get a, whether you ever get COVID or not. They don't care if you die of COVID. They don't care if you die of cancer. They don't care as long as you have a biometric card that has your passport on it, your cash, your CBDC, social credit system, where they can track you. Where they can, it's not just tracking, where they can turn the spigot off on your finances whenever you don't comply. That's already initiated. It's already 100% in place in the largest country in the world of 1.4 billion people in China. It's already completely and totally in place. And if you don't abide by the transgender narrative, you know, you go, you know, you voted for, let's say, because you had to use your biometric card to register to vote. Right. So now they know how you vote, and you voted against a trans rights bill. Well, you know what? Lo and behold, this happens all the time in social media companies where you suddenly get banned for no reason. There's no, there's no reason behind it. And then they say a month later that it's a mistake, whatever. And suddenly your bank account doesn't work. Suddenly your bank account doesn't work because you voted the wrong way. That's what they want. They want that level of control. Just, I mean, the perfect epitome of all of this, the embodiment of all of this is social media. You don't abide by 
What we t- what you're allowed, you don't abide by the rules of what you're allowed to post. We'll just take it all. You're not allowed to post anymore. That's what they want in every area of your life. You don't vote right. You don't purchase right. You don't, you don't acquiesce right. You don't capitulate right. Then you get your rights taken from you. So here's transgenderism. So Prager, you repost a Robbie Starbuck video. In this video, you see a male. You have to kind of look closely here. You just have to listen close to keep the volume turned up loud on this, guys. In this video, you'll see a male high school student, I repeat, a male high school student, a field hockey player, firing a shot in what's supposed to be an all-girls game. His shot, it's a, it's a, his shot hits an actual girl in the face, reportedly knocking her teeth out. This, girl, this guy identifies as a girl, which allows him to play in this game. But I actually had an idiot on Twitter going back and forth with me on this that I guess in this particular state, I actually can't remember what state it's in now, this particular state, that it's now everything is considered to be co-ed. I think it's Massachusetts, but I'm not sure. Wow. And so everything is, so the idiot on Twitter is going, um, this was a co-ed game, and I said, look at the video, moron. Where are the other girls outside the guy identifying as a girl? Where are the other girls? There aren't any other girls that say, you can, you can call it all you want. You can justify it all you want. Again, you either choose to be a liar and say girls are guys and guys are girls, or you, you, or you choose to be a coward by being this guy, by sitting there saying something like, oh, it's all co-ed. How does that justify? Why would a guy want to play a girl's game? Why would a guy want to participate in a girl's sport? Why, why would a guy want to swim on the girls' swim team against girls? Why would you ever want to do that? And here's my other question is, why would any parents allow their girls to compete against guys? And as you think of the nonsensical, incoherent statement of, it is Massachusetts, thank you, Aaron. It's Massachusetts. And everything's co-ed, I guess, now in the state of Massachusetts. So just keep that in mind, because any guy now, can go and be competing against your daughter, I guess, in MMA, uh, softball, uh, gymnastics. I'm trying to think of other sports. Football. Basketball. Football. Football. Well, the girls don't play football but yet. Yeah. But it gets very, you know, it'll get very confusing. Guess, unless <laughs> male football players are identifying as women. Right, you're right. That's what, yeah. But anyway, so just keep that in mind. Of course, that means open locker rooms and everything else. So we'll, we'll watch the video. We'll get back to it. Play for me, Will. So there you go. That girl gets her teeth knocked out by a guy playing in a girl's sport. That's it. That's all that it is. There's nothing else to think about. And again, you, all of us will have to, I've already made my decision. 30% of my church left when I refused to close for COVID because I wasn't compassionate. They're all liars. They're all capitulators. That's who they are. Unless they've repented, that's who they are. Because you either, you, you have to make a decision. Are you going to stand in what's true or capitulate to a lie. Because if you ever said that there's a need to close your church, then you're, you're a liar. That's what you are. 
or you are supporting lies. That's it. That's your only, you either are, are a liar or you're supporting lies. That's it. You're either a liar or a coward. If you, if you support it, the, the guy who's arguing me on Twitter, he's either a liar or a coward. He's lying. He's saying, you know what? That person on the field is a girl. No, it's a girl doesn't knock another girl's teeth out. That's why girls play with girls. Uh, girls and boys are the same. No, they're not. They're not. No, neither one is superior to the other because we honor God. We're Romans 2.11 people. We are no respecter of person because God's not a respecter of people. So no person is above another, but everybody's got a different lane. Strongest person in the world is a man. The guy who throws the fastest pitch is a man. The fastest runner on the globe is a man. All football players are men. Funny how no women identifying as men are able to play in the NFL. Right. No women identifying as men are able to play in the NBA. No women identifying as men are playing in the NHL. No women identifying as men are playing in the MLB. Weird, but plenty of men identifying as women are playing in women's sports. And our access, you know, it's funny too, that no women are trying to access men's locker rooms. <laughs> but there's plenty of dudes trying to access women's locker rooms. It's weird, isn't it? So you are either a liar yourself or a coward if you support these things. If you're a pastor and you're like, you know, I just think we need to understand when people are going through a transgender problem, you're a liar or a coward by saying that. That's you are. You're either one of the two because there is nothing to consider. You're born what you're born. You're not going to change it. You can lop off all you want, have all the surgeries you want, have all the injections you want. You're going to remain exactly who you are. We show the videos all the time. There's one in the post game of another. You know, these, these trans people seem to be just enamored with Taco Bell. I'll go, they shoot these Taco Bell videos, and they're all upset. There's another one on there, guys, post-game. They're all upset because a Taco Bell employee calls a man, sir. <laughs> you have a man voice. You can, you can put all the lipstick on you want, putting the lipstick on a pig. Doesn't do nothing, but it's still a pig. You can spray all the clone on body odor you want. You still stink. You stink. You're, you're a man. You put all the lipstick on you want. You can use your feminine voice all you want. You can go, I guess I'd like to have uh, seven burritos and uh, four tacos. And you can talk like that all you want. I can talk like that right now. Do I sound like a girl? Nope. <laughs> um, I'll have seven burritos and four tacos um, and seven Cokes. And uh, can I have some more cinnamon crisps on the side, please? I'm still, it's still, you're still a guy. You sound like that all you want. You're a guy. Nothing you do about it. Go lop off your penis, lop off your testicles, get breast implants. <laughs> Still a dude. Still ain't going to pop out any babies. You ain't got no ovaries, got no uterus, got nothing. Yeah, they inverted your penis and made it in a vagina. Ain't no vagina. Doesn't work as a vagina. Just like, the, just like the phallic symbols they sew onto women who want to be men don't work. Think about how ridiculous you are and think about how Nazi-esque and Mengele-esque all of this stuff is. Here's something I just want to illustrate this to you. Emmy video, the shameful cheating by bio, uh, by biological males should stop. Here's a man competing in a female track meet. Play it for me. That video is musically enhanced by my producer, Aaron. Excellent job. Appreciate it. 
So we put our own Soviet music on there. There's a guy destroying women and a female track meet. Why are the women competing? Again, if you're a woman that competes in that track meet and you're calling that man a woman, you're either a liar or a coward. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You're a liar. He's not. He is not. Look at his shorts. I don't want to be gross. Look at his shorts. There's a difference there. I'll leave it at that. Let me go switch to COVID. Jesse Waters' video, Fauci Frankenstein COVID bats. Play it for me. There's new evidence Dr. Anthony Fauci helped deliver a coronavirus strain to America a year before the pandemic. Documents uncovered by the White Coat Waste Project show that in 2018, Fauci's goons went to the Wuhan lab, bottled up a virus, and then brought it to a lab in America. Then Fauci's team went to a roadside zoo in Maryland (laughs) and grabbed a dozen Egyptian fruit bats, threw them in the back of a van, and then took the Egyptian fruit bats across state lines to the middle of nowhere, Montana, and then spliced them up with a coronavirus. Fauci Frankenstein bats on our soil a year before the pandemic. But then he acted all shocked when the virus started spreading. Remember, our scientists said, oh, this is natural. Some pangolin sneezed at a wet market right next to the Wuhan lab. The government knew the Wuhan lab was playing with the viruses. We played with them there, too. We played with them here. We funded it. We trained Bat Lady. How many times do I have to say we trained her? But Fauci and his goons tried to play it off like they'd never heard this before. Just lock down, shut up, and wear a mask. Justin Goodman is the senior vice president of the White Coat. Wait. I wanted to play more of that video, but I'm going to cut it short. Just so everybody knows, we put this out on the podcast on Thursday. Fauci was running a COVID lab in Montana. Knew the inti- manipulating. This is the bats. He's taking the bats. He was actually sending from the EcoHealth Alliance. Ralph Baer called them. Were actually, they went and went into the bat caves themselves and were getting these coronaviruses. And imagine, imagine the audacity of going up to every podium for 40, we're on 44 months right now, 15 days to flatten the curve. And you knew the whole time you were manipulating and doing gain of function research on coronaviruses from bats, i.e. that's how they created SARS-CoV-1 and that's how they created SARS-CoV-2. He had his own scientists telling him, you know what, these obviously, obviously, are man-made viruses. He bought both of those scientists off for $5 million each, who then changed their stories. They went into the CIA where six out of seven CIA analysts said these are man-made viruses, bought them off. Where is the justice? I mean, financially bought six out of seven CIA analysts off for them to change their stories from man-made virus to naturally occurring virus. This is all going on. And And it wasn't just some ambiguous figure going into the CIA. It was Fauci himself going into the CIA. This is not right-wing conspiracy theory. This is absolute fact. He went in there and said, you know what? You guys might want to reconsider. This is a guy who's telling people to change their theory, to change their statement of facts from man-made virus to naturally occurring virus, knowing he man-made the virus. And was currently doing it. By the way, we re, we're funding it again right now. Joe Biden spent, has sent money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Is Fauci's Montana lab closed? No, we're funding it right now. 
Ralph Barrick is the one who taught the bat lady how to do gain of function research and taught her how to hide it inside of the research material, inside of the bats. Taught her how to hide it. Dr. Xi Jing Li, the bat lady. Ralph Barrick did it from UNC. Taught her how to do it. And all of these people are strangely silent while they pimp and whore vaccines. Claiming that it's a man-made virus, knowing the entire time they are, while they're at the podium, they're creating COVID-19. While they're at the podium saying it's man-made, they're still doing gain-of-function research. They knew the whole time. So I just had to show you that it's all coming out. It's all being exposed. He had Fauci himself, basically, going over into not himself personally, but his own organization, going into the caves and finding COVID-19 in, in, in bats. Let me just show you this. I'm just going to read this one, Will, then we're going to skip to the next one. Um, Michael P. Sanger, Health Canada raises its COVID vaccine recommendation. Actually, can you put that pick up right there? Yeah, just freeze that and put it, put it up there. Actually, run, just play the video side by side, Aaron, would you? Because I want you to see something in this video. So watch her suck Aaron. Look at that <laughs> with her mask. And, and here we are. And people are always like, oh, come on. It's not, it's COVID's over. How's COVID over? 44 months and the 15 days to flatten the curve. And Health Canada, that's their CDC right here, is wearing masks. This, this was two days ago. <laughs> wearing masks. 44 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Why is she wearing a mask? Every definitive study has shown that masks don't work. And these, this lady is the health expert. Look at her suck that mask in every time. Look at that. <laughs> she sucks in. How are you breathing correctly? Look at every, every breath. Oop, look at that. I mean, look at that thing. And now they're recommending COVID vaccination for babies six months and older for one dose. And go to the next one for me. Well, here's, here's uh, Mandy Cohen. And now she, listen to, listen to her recommendations. Play for me. While we would all love to leave COVID-19 behind, the virus is still here and making some people very sick, especially older adults. The new updated COVID-19 vaccine is the most effective way to give your body the ability to keep the COVID virus from causing you harm. That's why CDC recommends everyone six months and older get one dose of the updated COVID-19 vaccine ahead of the fall and winter season. This recommendation was based on extensive data and clinical trials. As a doctor, a mom, a wife, a daughter, and head of the CDC, I would not recommend anything to others that I wouldn't recommend for my own family. That's why my nine and 11-year-old daughters, my husband, my parents, and I will all be rolling up our sleeves to get our updated COVID-19. All right, back to me. Explain to me as a doctor, as an expert, why your nine and 11-year-old would get their fifth vaccination? <laughs> Because she's got, I'm sure they've gotten them all. So fifth, sixth vaccination. People have a 0% chance of dying of COVID, a 0% chance of passing on COVID, a 0% chance of being hospitalized with COVID. We've yet to find a child without comorbidities who's ever even died of COVID. I'm talking on the globe. Nobody, nobody. Let me show you this. Will, I'm going to see how good you are now. We're going to skip ahead. Go to the DC uh, Disclosed TV tweet. Skip this one. Go there. there we go. I'm just going to go through material we, I can get to. Just in, as Mandy Cohen, the head of the CDC, is recommending vaccinations. Look at the date on this, 11-1-23. Just in, U.S. infant. Now, she'll give this to her 9-year-old and her 11-year-old. And by the way, she says it right at the beginning of her advertisement there. The only people getting COVID are old people. Which all, and Aaron actually corrected. The only people getting COVID are the vaccinated. 
They're the only ones who have any struggle with COVID whatsoever. Right. Just in U.S. infant mortality rose by 3% last year, the largest increase, oh, in only two decades. All right, let me see how good you are, Will. Skip the next one. Skip, uh, skip all the way up to Freedom Podcast Tweet. Oh, you're the man right there. Yeah, don't, don't show me that. I'll look at the number over here. 23,000 excess deaths in England so far in 2023. 12,000 excess deaths to heart failure, plus 8%. 18,000 excess deaths at home, plus 19%. No one in the UK gives a, gives a bleep. I had to cross, cross, cross that out. That's it. We have to go. Love each and every one of you. Back here Tuesday night, 8.30. Stick around for the post game. Love you. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy, if you want victory, you want a great marriage, Whatever it is that you want, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, well, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can. You're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You'll waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works. No guy will work. No girl will work. No thing will work. No job will work. No vacation will work. No destination will work. Nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it, you can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into God.